It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land, the good times and good people company proudly presents the Law Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Good. Now that you've received your invitation, join us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke. Tell a friend, and welcome to the party. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. We've got, uh, after a long hiatus, one half of the Brothers Grimm, the money half of the Brothers Grimm, uh, Elaine Boland. We have got Big Dave Elliott. He is the owner of CNP Construction. Uh, ben Roberts, he is the Pentagast Club's bartender extraordinaire, and uh, she will be joining us late, but in I'm a female because she doesn't want you to know her name. Uh, and today, on episode 48 of the Law Party Podcast, uh, I did. I met a Russian. When? When? <laughs> so, uh, so. Uh, I love that funny accent. Uh, all right, so uh, just one thing before before we get started. Uh, um, there was a lot of to-do made about uh, Hillary and her uh, email server when she was running. Uh, and then it came out uh, recently that uh, while governor, uh, Mike Pence was not only using uh, his own server, but he was using an AOL account. Christ. While, while the governor... I'm like, and it doesn't get any more geriatric, wait, dude, white than that. And he was, and he was hacked. And like, he was hacked. I'm like, of course he was. There, there, there's one using AOL wasn't the smartest thing because I used to be on Yahoo and I got hacked. It ain't no better than AOL. Jesus. But the interesting thing, I'm like, people still here, have here, AOL accounts. Here's Indiana law. Yeah. I looked this up. Indiana law states this: mm-hmm. if you're going to do campaign business. You cannot use your state email to do personal campaign business. Fundraising, all the communications with your campaigning has to be done on a personal well, account sure. by Indiana law. That makes sense, though. So it makes sense. Okay. He didn't but use the taxpayer dollars to do what is his personal business and campaigning. But like, using AOL? Yeah, probably not this minus. <laughs> I don't think it was his campaign business that is alarming in this situation and said he was... Uh, handling sensitive material via his personal email, and that's what yeah yeah the, where, where the problem lies, and that's where that's where people were stomping on Hillary for. Well, yeah. well uh, let me ask you, how many of them out there in our government have probably done that and handled certain things on? I I, I, would, I would venture to say over seventy five percent. So well, you, and so I, and which 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 is which is services. which is my point. I didn't say that they weren't all stupid. Okay. Yeah, which I wouldn't is, say that they weren't all doing the right thing yeah. or the wrong thing, yeah. but they are they are definitely not thinking about what they're doing. And yeah. this is the problem with all of our government people is they think they're above everybody else. Yep. Yeah, but I say and that that right there, it was really my my real issue when people were saying they were having such issues with Hillary and her emails. It wasn't because I felt that Hillary was doing the right thing. Agreed. It was because uh, if you're serious about what it is that you're saying, and mm-hmm. I think most people are, uh, then why aren't we talking about, like you say, the 50 to 70% of the other politicians doing the same thing? Yeah. It's a little hypocritical to go after her talking about lock her up. Yeah. 
for emails when we know everybody's doing it. Yeah, well, I think one of the biggest things though with Hillary though is because of all the relationships he had overseas and the combination of the foundation and the combination of the email server really parlayed itself into a much bigger deal than it would for most people because of the contacts she had and all the things she had going, all the money being raised, where the money came from. Yeah. You know, I think that created a much more larger scenario than it would for, say, Mike Pence using his AOL account. Well, my my issue with Pence using it is... Uh is actually for the reason of this of of the topic of today's. Uh, what could that be about? Well, you could it be Trump? You, well, you did meet and talk to Russians. <laughs> you, you did. Yeah. I you okay. First of all, let, okay. So let's get right into. Uh, and now, no more buffers. Trump talk. <laughs> Sad. Uh, so, how do you forget you met a Russian? I've met a couple, three Russians. I can remember every instance. As soon as they start talking, you know you met a Russian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, it's it's kind of crazy to to even imply that I don't I don't I I don't think I've ever met a Russian. Well, you met and had conversations with these people. Yeah, it's the same, and it's the literal the literal same Russian. That the uh, the other guy had to step down for. Yeah, who wasn't yeah. Who was Sessions. Mm-hmm. No, Sessions talked to the same Russian that uh, Michael Flynn. Yeah, Flynn. That yeah. Flynn got fired over. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Sessions had to uh, had to recuse well, himself then, from this uh, investigation. And then Jeff Sessions lies under oath about it. And let's please not operate under the assumption that he had a he didn't have a memory of meeting with the same guy that <laughs> Flynn got fired over. I'm, uh, I'm just like, and really. Now, now, I heard Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. on CNN radio the other day. I was driving around with CNN. Believe it or not, I listened to them all. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Saying that during her whole time, you know, she, she'd been to a party where he was there, but she'd never met with him. And the next thing you know, here comes a, a picture of her and her and the same Russian ambassador. Hello, <laughs> let's take a selfie, you know. Ah, uh, come on. Once again, the hypocritical bullshit. But she didn't lie to anybody about what she discussed with... Well, well like I said, she didn't lie under oath to Congress but, about meeting him. But she yeah. didn't tell the truth either, did she? Yeah, but, yeah. She, but she's not in charge of shit that can mean much. Oh. Sessions is. That's the problem. Like, the guy who's in head of the department that investigates shit... Well, so <laughs> having to now recuse himself from any investigations. No, I think you made a mistake <laughs> on that, actually, because he was a member of the intelligence committee. It wasn't uncommon for them to meet with with the ambassadors. Well, it, which now, is so, I guess, so, which is what I mean. So like, it's, it's not it's, necessarily it's a problem that he met with the Russian. It's how it's said. It's 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 the fact that you tell the lie look, look, under oath. That's look, the problem. Look at the transcript. The question was. Did you meet with the Russian ambassador basically concerning, and I'm not going to be able to quote it directly, yeah. concerning the Trump campaign? That was what the question was. So if he met with the Russian ambassador and he didn't discuss campaign issues, he was discussing intelligence issues. Because, by God, they spy on us and we spy on them. It's yeah. an amazing thing. But, it's but, always but, been that way. but the problem is, isn't the Did question. The problem isn't the question. The problem is his answer. Right. I've never met with a Russian. 
That's his actual answer to I that think, question. I think he didn't state himself well. Which is very, which is which, which is also a massive problem. You're <laughs> you're in charge of a government agency that we have to look toward to investigate serious allegations, right. and you're embroiled in a serious allegation. Right. So we've had one person. Uh, of the Trump administration get fired for this same thing. Sessions now having to recuse itself. Somebody else had somebody else stepped down for a different type of scandal. Uh, Manafort was found that had actually met with this. I think the same freaking Russian ambassador. Sure. I'm like, what is going on over there? And here's a thought: um, we almost yanked Bill Bill Clinton out of presidency for lying about getting blowjob, and yet. Jeff Sessions isn't even going to be in remotely danger of losing his job over lying under oath about talking with the Russian ambassador. I'm like, because at the end of the day, it seems like there's there's more yeah, well, consequence to Jeff Sessions. You you would you would think. I mean, at the end of the day, um, okay, let's let's be real. At the end of the day, should you be uh, should you be getting BJ's from interns oh. while the president of the United States? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Will getting a BJ from an intern while the president endanger uh, national security secrets? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So th- it's just not, it's not the same damn thing. Yeah. It's not the same thing. It's not, both are bad. They're not the same thing. Yeah. Look, if you got caught with a young girl doing something you wasn't supposed to do, the worst I'd be, consequence. I'd be dismembered by my wife. <laughs> hey, and that is the consequence yeah. for such an action. Mm-hmm. Impeachment from your job? Like, should you not be able to run your company for that? Uh, probably, yeah, because I'm going to be dismembered. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, just saying, she's not going to get what? blood on her hands. No, no, no. Right? I mean, your wife killing you aside. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, should... You not be allowed to run your company because you got a BJ? And I no, of course say, you should still be able to run here, Here's my problem. Here, here's my problem right now. And I've been listening to this going to a lot of different, obviously I listen to different radio stations, go to different sources of information. I do feel this. Mm-hmm. I do feel in our current climate that, kind of like Rome's burning, everybody's going to attack everybody. We're going to be torn asunder over what? This, 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 all this has to do with the Democratic and Republican parties is not for the greater good of the people. It is for their power. And that's all it's about is their power and who they can fit in. Now, they need to remember something. Each one gets a little worse. Every time we elect somebody, they went after Obama in a lot of different ways. Every time we elect somebody, it gets a little uglier and a little uglier. And pretty soon, government isn't happening. All that's happening is I'm going to get you, sucker, referring to an old movie from back in the day. Yeah. I'm going to get you, sucker, mm-hmm. because I lost and you won, so I'm going to do everything I can to take you down. And if the next next election, on the four years from now, if Democrat gets in place, you don't think it's going to happen the same way? Oh, I believe. Oh, I absolutely yeah. believe it I mean, does. they've been wanting to impeach Trump before he even got there. Right. I, I'm amazed that a man who took $5 million back in the late 70s and flipped it in $21 billion do this bad of a job. And what I'm getting at is is that he is, he is spending all of his political capital 
on a Russian Jeff Sessions stupid fucking wall. And and what I'm and what I'm saying is if he, he, I pray he he's got something up his sleeve for this country that that's good, but the proper play here would have been to apply the law as it is written, which is if you if you're if you're found perjuring under oath, you, you're impeached. Period. You're gone. The cool thing about the attorney general is you're not elected, so you don't even get impeached. You get dismissed. You just get dismissed, right? right? So Trump could have done so much for his credibility and support his ability to get his agenda done by hanging Jeff Sessions on the rumor that he lied under oath. Yeah, but. All that aside, getting back to, I, I feel that, that, that he's spending his time in, for example, the whole Obama wiretapping. He even bringing this up. You, you we have such, unless this is meant as a misdirection play to get the Democrats to focus their energies on which, de defending their, their messiah. Which is, I mean, exactly, <laughs> which is exactly what I was thinking. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm like I'm really, I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, honestly, I'm trying to remember the last time, like since like Watergate. Have we even heard a president say that they felt like they were they were wiretapped from? from I the emailed other side. the White House this morning. Take the f and Twitter out of his hands, please. Before before the country goes to total chaos. Yeah. Take the f and yeah. get the man some sleeping pills so he sleeps at night. Yeah. Mario Ben, it, it, it's no it's no secret you guys are are on the left side of the aisle, yeah. but from your guys' camp, just on the mere. Suspicion that that Sessions lied and Trump fired him. At the very least, you hate the man. That's cool. I mean, by yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but at least would would that help bolster his his integrity in your eyes? Just a just oh, a absolutely, smidge. absolutely, just a smidge, absolutely, no, it's, it's just a smidge, just a just, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just. But I would also I, think, well, he made the right play. Well, sure, you know, but okay. So hang this guy to dry. That's what these cabinet members are for. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're for. Be a pro. You, hang you, them you, out to dry. It's like, he, he he made a living on a show where he fired people, right. and now somebody makes Bus a colossal fuck up and he won't fire him. <laughs> Business is amateur politics. Now you're a professional. Fucking play like one. Yeah, well, he, here's what disappointed me more than anything. He yeah. had the speech, yeah, and that was a good speech. Yeah, that, that was a good speech. That was Obama's was wiretapping me, and and and, and 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 so now he's kind of like, okay, this dude's getting it. All right, he's finally starting to figure this out a little bit. And then he turns around and just banks his head bloody on a wall over something like that. If it was true. Wouldn't it not been better well, to let the whole investigation happen? Yeah. Look where he's, and they had evidence, and then let the people come out with the evidence, with the attorney general putting out the evidence, yeah. or the FBI putting out the evidence yeah. instead of him saying something? I yeah. bet Steve Bannon was whispering in his ear, hey, yeah. Obama. Guys, I, I, I kind of want to run an experiment and bait the president, just see if we get a response on Twitter. When he, start, <laughs> when he starts pounding the immigration tom-tom, I'm going to at-tweet him, uh, or tweet at him, that China's had a wall for a thousand years and not a single Mexican has jumped that wall. <laughs> 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 see, see what kind see, of response. See if he takes a break. Yeah. It's like he'll retweet and be like, see? <laughs> see? Walls work. <laughs> Please don't retweet. Please don't retweet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> then you'd become an overnight sensation, viral sensation. <laughs> All right.
I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I just. It doesn't matter which side of the aisle on. Yeah. You, you are, are frustrated in one form or another. Yeah, and you, and you know, and, and I've. It seems across the board regardless. Like, there are plenty of people on, on the doesn't other mean, side. It doesn't mean that I don't have hope. Now, that's, maybe that's one thing that's bothering me still. Even though he does these things, they, the left has given him very little quarter. I mean, it, well, we have to do something if he, because if he, he passes gas in the wrong place, you know, Kellyanne Conway had her legs folded up on the couch. Oh, it's terrible. What disrespect? Hey, really? Just, give me a effing break. That's just, all you got? I just thought yeah, that was but, funny. But Dave, it's part of the game. It happened to Reagan. Happened no, I know, Clinton, I know. But, yeah. but that doesn't make it right, Lane. He's that doesn't have, make it right. That means that once again, we got to get back to what the people need. Sure. And quit dealing with all this BS, which is TMZ. Exactly. No, it's no. TMZ every yeah. night you turn on the news. You and I both know it's BS, and the way you deal with BS is you ignore it. Yeah. You straight ignore it. Right. You don't respond to it. You're well, the president that's, of the United fucking States. That's my <laughs> thing. I'm like, it, it is like for the, us, the electorate, to see a picture yeah. and say, hey, that's fucking disrespectful for her to have her feet up on her couch like that yeah. while he's in the room meeting with, with, you know, with people. It is not for him to get on Twitter and say a goddamn thing about it. Yeah. You're the president. But I did enjoy the, uh, the photoshops. <laughs> With the Brazier's logo. Uh, <laughs> what, what was the Photoshop? The, what is it? Brazzers? Brazier. Yeah, yeah Brazzers. Yeah, the uh, the porn industry uh, company. You know yeah, they, they were showing a little bit of stuff on that. They, yeah, well, it was just a picture of her on the couch and all those men around her, and it just had the logo in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's no secret that, that I'm on the the right side of the aisle, I, at least finance, you know, well, fiscally, fiscally, right. fiscally right. on You're fiscally right. conservative. Well, my, one yeah. of my favorite presidents ever was Lyndon Baines Johnson. And the reason why is that dude didn't threaten anybody. He didn't talk. He just, if you got in his way, he politically executed you. And he's like the anti-Trump, right? Now, Nixon got in trouble because he talked too much about his enemies and what he was going to do to them. You don't tell somebody you're going to punch them, you just do it. And then you hide the body. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Act like a president. That's what they do. They're the gangsters in chief. I mean, (laughs) The Forrest Gump. You know, I'm I'm actually... Johnson did get Forrest Gump to show him his Mooney and show him his butt. That's true. (laughs) Well, you know, the funny thing is, you know, like... And I've said this uh, on on a number of occasions. uh, Speaking of of Johnson, uh, you know, he was uh, was an asshole. He was a raving racist. Yep. But... And and slightly crazy. Yeah, and... But... He did what he felt was right for the country sure. when it was his turn. And yeah. I guess what well, we're... We had to kill Kennedy to get it done, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, that's, that mishap if you, aside. If you look at, <laughs> and Bobby, too. If you, you look know, at which like Bobby. presidents were successful, they're the ones that insulated themselves from the decisions they were making. In other words, they used henchmen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Kennedy did too much on his own. Got killed. Nixon loved to talk. Got fired. Right. Yeah. Uh, George H. W. is just a pansy. But yeah, what, <laughs> but what I'm getting at is is that uh, the ones that all, for example, Eisenhower that was probably the first successful modern president because he ran his presidency in the same way a general does. He he sets a direction. Doesn't let more than five people in a day hear him speak. 
right? And, or know what he's really thinking. And he has his, he works through his henchmen. Obama did the exact same thing. Yeah, he did right? the exact Clinton same thing. Clinton did the exact same thing. Reagan did the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. Right? Trump is not doing the exact same thing. No. And it's costing him dearly. Yeah. I'm like, I will agree with that. Now, you know what's funny? Uh, I, I was hoping he'd be a little different, but you're, you're right 100% on that. You know, all right, so... Um, I was having this conversation with uh, the best man at my wedding, who was also my wingman in Iraq, uh, Sergeant Paul Ludwig. And uh, he he was calling up, asking me, "Hey, Lane, when are you gonna make your your bid for Congress?" And I said, I, <laughs> "No, no, he, he's serious." And, I know. Because you know, I've had these conversations. I said, "Well, I need to make a couple more million before I, I can I can float the uh, the bill." And, uh, and we started talking about our target, who is uh, what's his name, uh, Yoder, in in Johnson County. And I was talking about all the. The dirty, nasty stuff he's done, and, and and how we could really stick it to him. And and Paul said, "Okay, don't ever say that what you're thinking to another person again. You're going to work through me on this because no one's going to care if I do anything." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, see? See? see, you know, it's funny. <laughs> don't go too much." Actually, going into politics, sorry. Uh, give me two more election cycles. Fuck. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, trust me. <laughs> trust me. I, I've got my cabinet seat picked out, homeboy. <laughs> like, no, hey, believe it. I believe it. You're gonna do it in Kansas. Well, I guess, you know, if there's anybody who uh, I would rather have in Kansas, it's definitely you, because oh. you might actually make a fucking difference. Yoder will run for governor this night. I know he will. I can't wait. I really think he will. <laughs> that means the seat's in play. <laughs> And, I, and I've, met, I've met with Yoder a couple of times at the Home Builders Association. Oh, yeah, man, look, I, we, we, were, we, were, we, wound up, uh, we wound up binge watching uh, People vs. OJ yeah. yesterday. And uh, okay. it, so there's a point where uh, one of the, so the Dream Team lawyers, one of them makes an egregious mistake and doesn't turn over um, part of the witness list to the other side. But Cochran turns to one of his junior lawyers, and he goes, uh, now is your time to fall on the sword. Yeah. Yeah, like, because these guys are my lateral equals. Yep. I just happen to be first chair. Right. You, though. You. <laughs> it's time for you to fall on your sword. Yep. For your client. He never said for me. No. For your client, which is OJ at the time, it's time for you to now fall on your sword. And guess what he did? Didn't complain one bit. He, he fell on his goddamn sword. Yeah. And, and he took that hit because that's what your team is there for. It's the difference between a pro and an amateur. My goodness. I just, all, all I want, because, because I know, well, I would assume right. in business, Trump must operate this way. Mm-hmm. I don't know three businessmen that don't. Right. You know, that's why you have foremans. <laughs> Somebody's somebody other than you has got to take the fall if something bad happens. Mario, he, he's he's so much of a carnival barker. Uh, first four months, I, I honestly think he's using the office as a as a business catalyst rather than which, which actually we Absolutely. will get to. We will actually get to because uh, because so I think you're right. Well, time will tell. I'll give him another two years before I pass judgment. But I want to see how he handles the tax the how the implementation of his agenda. However antagonistic as it may be to, to the other side, I want to see what he does for growth to the economy like he's promised. Otherwise, he's just doing this to, to boost his ratings. Yeah. I, I agree with that. You know, I, I agree with you 100% on that. But 
he does need that time mm -hmm. because he's laid out some reasonable visions. Well, this legislation is going to take the, the, the legislative cycle is about two years long from the moment an idea is made. And, and, so and, this time in two years. If, if, if things if things get better and things come to fruition on some things that he wants to do, right. he he will enamor the in public the, the the public on it. If he could do something for inner city somehow, right. he will enamor the in public. If he could do something for education, he will enamor the public. Mm. But these and, 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 and see it's easy it's easy for you to sit there and go ah. But I just I just don't see it. Because you don't see it. I don't see. I'm not but, saying but, I'm not giving him a chance. Can, but if you can't do it, I'm not saying I'm not hey, giving him hey, a chance. Guys, um, I'm just saying I don't see. That's one thing that politicians don't talk about. That if you crunch the numbers, you'll see in one little piece of legislation, Trump can make the Affordable Care Act work and also balance the budget. A little piece of legislation and that is called collective bargaining, right? He he didn't once mention that, right? He's talked. He's kind of flirted with the idea. But if right now it is expressly prohibited in Medicare that 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 uh, you can have any collective bargaining. Right, and you can't bid. Right, you, right. you really can't negotiate the price is the price. Nope. Right. So what I'm saying is by making it competitive, you know, because right now our drug prices are about 600 percent of what they are in Europe and Canada. Yeah. It's because of that 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 law. That right. Law, right. You take that law away, sure it'll which is set up by lobbyists. Right. It'll tank the pharmaceutical mm -hmm. industry, but. How many people in the United States are actually employed by the pharmaceutical industry? Who cares? Yeah, it's a small I come yeah, from right. a family of pharmacists. Right. They would tell you the same thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So we, we fixed that little law, right? And, and, and what it really comes down to, the Republicans are not against uh, uh, the Affordable Care Act because it's socialized medicine. They're against the Affordable Care Act because it is the next step to this little law that I'm talking about. Because they're in the pockets of the right. pharmaceutical companies. Well, I'll even, I'll even <laughs> add a little bit to this. My, yeah. si my sister, my it's dad built up the pharmacy. the same reason they're against weed. My sister bought the pharmacy <laughs> and kept it running and did very well. Yeah. But when they passed Pan B Medicare, mm -hmm. she was only allowed to make a buck or two on each prescription that came through on Medicare. In a rural area where Crooksville, Missouri is the largest town in a rural run. area, yeah. most of the people are on Medicare. So she, all of a sudden, she can't make any money. Well, how did the lobbying on this happen? Yeah. Well, it happened from, from your Walgreens, it happened from your CVS, it happened from your Walmart, sure. it happened from all these big corporate the pharmacies yeah. as a way to eliminate the small independent businessman. Yeah. Okay, and this, this is the deal. This is what's happened to a lot of our health care. Now... I did have one hell of a laugh on the way in because the Republicans have passed some legislation to redo what the health care sure. ACA is. And Chuck Schumer got on the radio and said, the Republicans are going to hold this and you're not going to have a chance to read it until they pass it, basically. That's what they said. Not, word for not quote, word. Not quote unquote. And then, and then, of course, I started howling <laughs> because wait a second, this is exactly what Pelosi said. Well, you, you, are you out of your mind even making that statement? You know how many people are going to take you seriously? Oh yeah. See, so that's I have a way we can make we we can get them to take it seriously. Let's let. That, that was an insane statement. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was an insane statement. You know, Trump can change by fiat. Not, it doesn't require a law. Trump could say, okay, here's the deal. Congress, uh, your medical is now the Affordable Care Act. Now, <laughs> now fix it. <laughs> it doesn't require a law to do that. No. He can force it on them. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be hilarious. So, you know, <laughs> hey, 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 yes. hey, tomorrow our healthcare system will be fixed. Did you know that three Congress, Congress had Congress? to use the same medical care that the rest of us should? Now, yeah. I'll give you, now we slid, in, slid into this topic a little bit. It's an interesting topic. Because I was working really hard to get insurance for my employees, of course. Sure. And I want to take care of my people. Right. If I did not pick up the group plan, of which I went out of 45 employees right now, I had 11 last year, I'm down to 8 this year. Mm-hmm. But I do have a mix of younger and older, believe it or not. I have a really good balance. Because the old ones are really old like me, and the wrong ones, are, I, got, I got some, because I put 100 into it, they're, they're like, you know, taking out $20, $30 a check. For their health insurance, which is nothing. Absolutely. You know, that's, I would jump on that. that's a great chance for yep. it. But if I did do a health plan through my business, and since I still live in Missouri, even though my business is in Kansas, the only carrier I had was Blue Cross Blue Shield in Missouri. Oh. I had a plan, a carrier. Now, that shows you how bad this is screwed up. And that's why ACA is in a death spiral. It isn't going to work. There's a second fix. Oh, you brought that up. Uh, Trump actually mentioned it in his speech. Uh, right now, uh, Medicare plans can't jump borders. It's state-specific. The interstate right. commerce will yeah, fix it, a lot of this. Yeah, Trump uh, has come out and said that's one of his big agendas is to allow the exchanges to compete cross-border. That'll do a lot to help. With. And so, then, okay, so I got, a, qu- I got a question one, for you. One more quick thing. Yeah, one more quick ahead. thing. Let me add into it. Not only that. Here's the other thing. You realize how much regulation... We have put in place oh, on the healthcare industry sure. that you have to have somewhere between 25 and 35 administrators per doctor to make sure that they've taken care of the red tape and all the things that all all the uh, can't think of the word compliance that they have to do. What if you could eliminate a lot of that? Now that means people are going to go out of work. Oh, jeez, I feel bad because they aren't going to get their money, but I got healthcare that I can afford, and we can get. People who have, uh, you know, existing conditions, and all people insured to where we got 70, 80 percent of the public insured at least. That I don't feel bad about that. Okay, so so, so, so my question is because what it sounds like just here at the table isn't actually repel and replace. No, I think it's uh, what it sounds <laughs> like is make it work. Fix what's wrong. Right. Fix what's wrong. That's wait, all we want. Wait, but. I think you may be, and you may be more rational conservatives in that regard. Oh, please don't call me a conservative. I'm a libertarian. Well, true. <laughs> true. Very true. But I do think that uh, you get, you have a large, unfortunately, segment of the Republican Party that be, because Obama introduced it, they want to repeal it. Well, it's, it's, but, it's Kool-Aid. And I think, but and, he, and the left drinks a lot of Kool Aid too. We yeah, 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 go back oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. Kool Aid. Yeah, it's Kool-Aid. all. Yeah, they aren't smart enough on either side to go and get real facts. Yeah, just they, just they take what they the want to listen to, what what website they want to go to, what radio station they want to listen to to get their facts from. Yep. Instead of turning around and going out and getting your information, don't be ignorant. Get your information. Don't buy into something just because somebody said something. Yeah, I was looking at uh, looking at Bill Maher. Um, one of his panelists, uh, he was uh, he was a conservative, and he was saying, well, I guess the question was something to the effect of, what did he feel was the biggest problems right now facing 
um, facing the country and the party system. And, and he says, the biggest problem is we've gone away from a set of facts. At this point, we really have two silos of fact. Mm -hmm. One side is really not facts, but it's hard to tell people that want to believe that this is true, that it's not true. Hey, what's going on, podcasters? Let's acknowledge the good friends of the Law Party Podcast. The majestic restaurant and Pendergast Club carrying on Kansas City's tradition of great food and great jazz, 931 Broadway in Kansas City, Missouri. The J. Rieger Kansas City Distillery. Whiskey, gin, vodka. That is oh so good. And friend of the podcast and panelist, Lane Bolin. Managing to keep the podcast going. Apparently wealthy or not. Now onto our regularly scheduled program. As a matter of fact, uh, I was looking at this thing and they, they, there was a study done where they got a, uh, they got a group of people together they gave him something to read that was fake news. It was just not factual. Mm -hmm. The conservative people at the table were like, oh, hell yeah, this is, yeah, this is what's up. This is, I, I, I knew, I knew this was true. Then they brought out the actual facts and they, they called it the double down theory. So they brought out the actual facts. They had everybody read the actual facts. And they said, okay, so the first thing you read w was actually fake. The second thing you read was actual facts. And they said every conservative at the table, and conversely, depending on some of the facts, uh, some of the liberals at the table were just just tripling and doubling down yep. on, no, 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 that's dumb. That, that's true. That's true. <laughs> because they just want it to be true. Yeah. And because... We're, Confirmation bias is what that's called, yeah, correct? And, and we're at that place where if you can find the fact that makes you feel good, yep. then then it's the fact. I was going to equate that to uh, the same elation you get whenever you buy something. Shopping. Yeah. You know, so you're buying. Here, here's an interesting going. It's what Google does to you every single day. Sure. I have an interesting they fact. They track you. Yeah. They know what you do. They, they know, know what you, you like. are. Everything. Uh, of, the, communist. of the 535 members of Congress, 117 have bankrupted not one, but at least two businesses. And seven of the 535 members of Congress have been arrested for fraud. Amazing! Holy Could we imagine shit. that? <laughs> and everybody out there in podcast land, you've elected these people. <laughs> 71 you have what you pay oh, for. oh here's another one 71 of the 535 have credit ports so bad they can't even qualify for a credit card why would you need to you got the government credit card <laughs> yeah, and, and you elected these now people. and this goes back Jesse Jackson Jr an Illinois senator who ended up losing yeah. his mind and going to jail hmm. is getting $138,000 a year Yes, he is. He gets a pension. Yes, he is. Which, which, I have, which, which I have said on several occasions. One, make make uh, Congress and Senate be on the same health plan as everybody else. Yep. Two, uh, limit the number of years you can receive this pension. Now, with any other business, what are you, 
20 and out before you can retire and get a re- like a full pension. Yep. Yeah, more, you, generally more than that. Yeah, more but, than uh, but even because the Teamsters are having a battle yeah, right now because they took their damn pension away from them. My uh, my uncle who raised me like a, like a son uh, just recently, his daughter was proposed to for before uh, he w- when he asked when the young man asked my uncle for permission, my uncle demanded to see his credit report, uh, and I find that interesting. I think congressmen should have to pass a credit check before they're sworn into office. Because these are the same people that are writing the laws on stuff like mortgages. Uh, How the hell can you write a law <laughs> when you can't even get one yourself? Yeah, well, I guess, to, like, to me, that should be one of the requirements. Like, okay, so you got enough signatures? All right, turn those in. Now we're going to run your credit to see. <laughs> like, like, hey, look, you need to do the same damn thing if you get a job. Yeah. It, it, this is a job. I'm honestly surprised that that's not already a thing. Hey, I hey. did not know that. And, yeah, yeah. And, that's, and, yeah. And, and until yeah. cannabis is legalized, they should also have to pass a drug test before getting sworn in office. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. In fact, off subject real quick, you know, all these states have passed these legalization laws. Yeah. They say that there's going to, they need 300,000 people, like in California and some of these other states, to fill the jobs right. that the cannabis industry is going to do. Yeah. And being a former heavy pot smoker myself back in the day, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, what chance do I have to hire somebody to the construction trade when they can just go get themselves stoned every goddamn day raising marijuana and the various jobs that come with it? And they will. They will get yeah. themselves stoned yeah. all the time. It's right there. They're going to be stoned. Yeah. So, number one, how does that workforce perform? That's the first scary part. Number two, we're going to start seeing 30 years from now, and I won't be around to worry about it, I hope, that they're going to start having health issues. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Wait. Don't think they won't. From if You're smoking from, pot every day. Cannabis? You're going to have health issues. Like what? Going, number one, your first health issue is you're stupid. Okay, well, granted. Um. <laughs> That's a health issue. It's when you're stupid, you do stupid things. Oh, my God, I love it. So, you know, you wreck a car. You walk into a pole because you're, you know, you're looking me. at your phone while you're stoned. Okay, so you step into a street and get run over by a freaking bus. I don't think there's any evidence that if, you, that if you smoke pot long-term that you, that's stupid. You may I think, have some short-term memory loss, but... I think you're going to have a lot of health effects from because, and the reason I say this is because... They're really growing a lot of high-test shit. These kids aren't smoking the shit we smoke back. No, of course not. But they're also doing it accordingly. But there's... You know, a hit or two? No, no. Well, yeah, I have recently smoked some of this really do, <laughs> I was, this was, hey, out there podcast lane, this was actually not on my list of topics, but I'm really happy we're having a really good time right this, now. It was awesome. But now, I smoked, we have what we call the men's fall camp out every year, and it's 18 of us show up, and the wives and the girlfriends don't show up, so we don't have anybody to tell us we're screwing up. We don't have anybody to tell us what to do. We have nobody to tell us that we're on a schedule. So Rick brought some of this high-test shit from Colorado, and I smoked some. Now I only get high once or twice a year. And I sat there by the river in my chair on a beautiful sunny day, and I put on the Almond Brothers, and I watched the river go by for three hours. Because there's basically not a whole lot else I could have done. <laughs> All right? 
Just is this in your 45 minute buzz and I'm good and sitting there no. stuck and that's in the cast that. that's that's a tolerance issue because there are people he's calling you a bitch Dave no it sounded a little bit like the little bitch ass that's not what I'm saying listen listen the this people who smoke on a regular basis don't get nearly as high on. Well, okay, okay, I, I get that, I get that, because yeah. I got, I got a whole bunch of Colombian brown bud, which I distributed. Did not say sell, I distributed. Sure. Back a long time ago, and when we first got it in, that stuff was the old Reggie. I mean, Reggie. That was that was good <laughs> stuff. But by the end of summer, we've been smoking it all summer, and it didn't. Oh, I'm good. It wasn't it wasn't the same effect that we had. When we first started that yeah, sure. spring, when I bought the first bell in the town, and I understand that because, like I said, I smoked a lot of shit back in my day. Sure, but I also know why I smoked that shit. I was a total fuck up. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't get out of school. One because I wasn't smart, and because I was stoned. Right. And this the stone worker is not a good worker, and it does not ever matter. They can pass legalized marijuana in all fifty states, but. If you're working, especially in construction or something, and you get hurt, and I drug test you, which I have to do, then you can pay the price because you may not get covered. I understand not wanting people to be stoned when... On a job? Well, yeah, I wouldn't say oh, that On a job when they could hurt themselves. Yes, exactly. Um, as you all know, I'm a bartender and I work in the service industry. I personally choose not to do that with work. Okay. No. And, and nor I rarely smoke marijuana in the first place. But there are plenty of high-functioning people who work in non-dangerous jobs who can do that, and it doesn't really impact their work. And really, I think it depends on the strain. There's more high-functioning marijuana fucking de-straight shit. But like, you're saying high-functioning people. What about the people that aren't high-functioning people? Then they that's something they need to suss out and decide. You know, like, they're 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 screwing up because they're Absolutely. not getting the, they're not getting to work. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, and that's their personal choice, and that's they, their they, problem. They, they turn into the pot culture where I'm going to sit around and hang out and smoke a bong with everybody all day. Yeah, and not pay their bills and be shipbacks. And, yeah, and then they fall into the cracks, and then who pays for them when they fall into the cracks? They have to get on welfare. The taxpayer pays for the stupid fucker being Then stuck. we need to revamp welfare where it doesn't benefit those people. Drug test welfare people. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're care. obviously spending that money on I, the I would stuff drug test welfare uh, hey, hey, guys, pursuant to that... Uh, this uh, nation of Portugal decriminalized everything. I mean, heroin, weed, coke, everything. On the caveat that uh, if you're on public assistance, you're getting drug tested every month, right? And and two, if you're on and and they they define public assistance as what we call welfare and also socialized medicine. In other words, what we call Medicare. So if you trip, you kill the cartels, right? If you come up on that, you're kicked Good. off the system. Yeah, you kill the forever. system. Oh wow! Yeah. I, I would agree with that. <laughs> so, so in with that piece of legislation, they watch tax revenues go up, crime rate go down, and uh, yeah, <laughs> well, and we need you to educate at, the population. Well, you look at Maryland products. right now, yeah. where they've declared a state of emergency on opiate juice. Who? Maryland, where Paul is. Oh, on what? On what now. juice? Opi- 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 opiates. Opiates. Yeah. Well, same thing with like West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. in there, that the New England <laughs> accent does pick up. But basically heroin and yeah. oxycodone, oxycodone and all these things. Well, good. Where they get hooked up because they start on the pills, the heroin is cheap, and then they die. Yep. All right? And Yeah, oxy, oxy's, I mean, I, that, I understand there's some people that have pain on that level. But uh, 
Oxy's a Oxy's a, a, a hard, harsh drug that there is only one way to go mm-hmm. if you can't get those pills. They're expensive, and that is to that is to start doing heroin because well, it I is have, synthetic I have, I have, heroin. I have basically. a personal story that relates directly to this. Um, I have a cousin, or had a cousin, if you will, a long time ago, who uh, had an opiate addiction. He was put into a rehab system on methadone. Methadone, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he just relapsed, uh, dead, mm-hmm. stockbroker, mm-hmm. husband, a lot of problems, father of three children. Ah, look. Well, but that's that's the problem with uh, not educating the populace on narcotics and addiction and having a, an absence policy. And I mean the same with uh, with birth control as well and, and sex education. Absence and uh, disregard to education on the pitfalls of said things doesn't work. It creates more problems than it solves. That's the direction we need to go. I've had several cops now say legalize it all. Absolutely. I know cops have said that. I've had personally I've had one person up here in the club that I've had that exact conversation with. Yeah, personally. My father was a prosecutor for 25 years and he thinks that we should at least, at the very least, legalize marijuana. So this brings us back to the central point of, of the podcast today, and that is the president needs to stop being baited by shit that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Fix the problems that Fix do. the problems that actually do. But we have to ask ourselves, does he actually care about those problems? I mean, yeah. he, he, okay, so he repealed uh, Obama's executive order on private prisons. On what? Private prisons. Private prisons are of... Contract prisons. Yeah, a cancer to our society. And then on top of that, he wants to bolster the DEA's initiative to put more people in prison for marijuana offenses. I mean, I disagree with that. Now, here's here's, here's my direct problem with that. If you elect a guy who who doesn't drink, smoke, or do drugs, he's not going to have any tolerance for people that do. Yeah. And... Now that uh, now that the Republicans have the executive and the legislative branch of government, and soon to be probably judicial as well, it is not. It it, it sounds far fetched, but it's not far fetched at all to think that they're going to say, you know what, we don't like any of this shit, <laughs> and mm-hmm. we should just do away with it. And we know what happened to the country the last time we had any real prohibition. prohibition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it the, brought on all uh, brought on the Cosa Nostra. It brought on everything. Exactly. And yeah. the mafia turned around once prohibition was over. Turned around and got into the drugs. But that's and the, the drugs went to the, the to the plant the poverty plantations and, and and ruined the family units. Yeah. And ruined generation upon generation of generation of people, not just black black and white. Oh yeah. 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 And even Latino somewhat. Well, but I mean, this is born a and black direct and result of of the private prison lobby. Profit on people incarcerated for nonviolent drug offenses. Yeah, I mean that's some that's just some industries that I don't feel like should be absolutely uh, the profit not. motive should be incarceration on nonviolent offenses is directly yeah. tantamount to human misery. Yeah, I mean and it's you know, you know and that's something that we're bringing. Well, they're going to learn more bad habits in prison than they're going to learn out of it. Oh, exactly. well, yeah, I mean you, 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 that's my point is, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you go right. I mean that really they is don't. The criminal college when you, you go, go to your criminal MBA. Yeah, yeah when, you go, when you go to prison, you learn how to be a criminal. But that's the cycle, though. No, they, they, not, they not are, that. They're running to the bank with that. They're saying, we're, "Good, I hope they do come back to prison because we're a oh, for, yeah. we're a for-profit entity. 
please br keep them in the system because that's our dollar. Well, yeah, that's our budget. That's our bottom line. It's getting even more deeper that when they go to prison, they're quite likely to be raped. Yeah, because prison rape culture is accepted in America, which is so, another thing that I could fucking get into. <coughs> like, so I can't now, believe there's so many people who are pro-rape. You're getting this person out of prison that has been raped. The psychological issues of that, that, that scores that's going to life. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. How many times have you had a conversation with somebody who, uh, some terrible person went to jail and they were like, well, good, they're going to get raped. And I'm, yeah, and, and, and I've always said, mm -hmm. are you serious? So many times. Well, and they expect it to be like, that's a normalized uh, well, and ideology. It, it's well, like, yeah. This is, you know, the crazy thing. fucked. I remember, working, I remember working with a guy, and uh, he was... Uh, he was a uh, kind of an unskilled contractor that I used to work for this uh, small, small construction company. He did rehabs on uh, houses and apartment buildings and stuff like that. But he would always hire this guy, and you know we always used to tease and call him the crackhead contractor because he really wasn't a crackhead. He was probably was a probably was a drunk, or whatever. But um, he would you know underbid everybody because he just he needed the money. And, but I remember one day we were talking and we had started laughing about something. And you know how you laugh and you be like, man, shit. And you like, you know, like smack, smack a knee or smack a shoulder or something. And, uh, and I remember I laughed and smacked his knee. And that, <laughs> that some bitch turned into a different human altogether. He's like, man, don't touch me. Don't touch me. I was like, whoa, whoa, hey, fucker. <laughs> and like, it, 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 it hit me that. He'd been in prison. He had been in prison yeah. in that moment. I mean, you had always thought that maybe he had probably been. It's a type of PSD. Yeah, but yeah. in that moment, <coughs> but in that moment, I absolutely knew he had been in prison. And uh, and uh, and it, it really did get me to thinking, like, what what happened to him in there, you know? And, that, and like you say, how kind of normalized. You know, because I've even caught myself saying it. For like you know people who you know have done like, really horrible yeah like shit. really horrible shit yeah. like rape to, rape children or something crazy yeah. I'm like yeah I hope he's, he's gonna get it. what he deserves yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but 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 let's be, and that's not that's not an like that's not I'm not saying that like you're a demon for thinking that that's a very human response you're looking at eye for an eye it's very it, yeah. it goes back but nobody so deserves much. that type of shit yeah. We, we, I, I know, go back to medieval times of what they did to some of the people then, like in Braveheart. I mm -hmm. mean, she, you stole it, cut off your hand, you raped it, they cut off your genitals. Yeah. It's now, crazy, I, 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 crazy shit. I, yeah. could, I, I know it's a bad thing to think but, about, but I could go. You had a whole lot less of all, all of that shit. Well, yeah, I guess what you're saying if is you were, a, if you might lose your genitals. Right. <laughs> I, no, I'm saying you pick that son of a bitch out in public and stick one of them things in his gut and rip him up. Yeah. That'll stop a lot of people from raping people. <laughs> sure. Jeez. But that I know I'm sick. I know I'm that sick. That stops that, people yeah, from... Yeah, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a short term solution, though. We have to, as a species, figure out what happens in the brain you know, that that make you know makes people like. Well, I'm it's meth. It's a well proven fact. My wife is very afraid of meth. Plenty of no, no, no. Meth, 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 meth triggers something in the brain that that that, that has. So many of the meth users are also child abusers. Yeah. There's something that oh, triggers I, I know that very well, yeah. That's I mean, a fact. My, like I said, That's I just a father fact. was a prosecutor for 25 years, and uh, I mean, even a personal story, again, is we were driving down the road one day, and we saw a couple playing tug-of-war with their kid, you know? 
like one arm, the other one had the other arm, and they were yanking it up it's like a toddler, right? And uh, my dad pulled over, got out of the car, yelled at him, told him to put the fucking kid down, and you know, I guess they, hand, they handled it there some way or another, and then three weeks later, lo and behold, my dad kind of got what was going on, I guess. Standing before the bench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they went just a um, and But I remember sitting in that car, I was like, it's like 12, you know? Um, but rape is not, trust me, and I know this, rape is not, there's not a monopoly on rape in, in drug culture. There are people who are, you know... Raised narrow and they're, oh, they're sick. Oh, absolutely. They're sick. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a humanity. It's a humanity but they, but they have been, somewhere along the line, though, something went wrong in mm -hmm. how they were raised mm -hmm. and taught that allows that deprivation to prevail. Well, that's something, then, that's and something then, I, And then I can even blame somebody anymore on the internet. You know, mm -hmm. there, there's some dark places on the internet you can go to. Of course, sir. And this allows people to have dark thoughts. And if they go, if they start decide to explore their dark, everybody has a dark thought. But you go, oh shit, where did that come from? Right. But if you're a sane person, if you're if if you're starting to lose it and you and you decide to go further into it, you you can become very depraved very mm -hmm. quickly. Yeah. You, you 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 can step into a lawn that you shouldn't even be close to. Sure. And you stepped you stepped over that line. And God help you if you hit that place. I don't know, man. I think they would have done it anyway. <sighs> I mean, I, I'm sure that the internet has probably bolstered some of that. No, sure. Well, I, I I don't know if I fully think that the internet has bolstered rape culture, but I do I do think that it's uh, added to people with different types of sexual dysfunction, you know, just, well, well, I mean, if you think about it like this, you know, you can find your, perver in, you can find your perversion. Yeah, yeah, but the, I, I think the, the, well, look at the, the problem goes what's going on right now with racist culture. Yeah, yeah, I think the problem, same thing, when I you get more exposed, I think you know, the, you feel better, yeah. you feel more emboldened. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I think the problem, you know, in, in, in Shakespearean time when he was writing and they were performing his plays, when it, uh, when there were, you know, graphics, graphic acts of sex or violence, they dialogued through it and not acted it out because even then they believed if you, if you saw too much of it, yeah. you would get desensitized to it and, uh, and that would have an effect on society. Course. But I also wonder about that because there have been plenty of studies done that violence in video games doesn't necessarily bolster uh, violent tendencies. But it doesn't help. It doesn't. No, I'm not saying it helps. I'm saying it's it's not a gigantic problem that a lot of people want to believe it is. Yeah, I'm a basement get construction job, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'm biased because I'm a gamer, but you know, it's it's I've looked into it and it and it seems as though that uh, there isn't much of a correlation to it that yeah. anybody with that chemical imbalance would have done it anyway. Yeah, I mean I don't yeah, once again I don't I don't know if I believe that that's true. I mean I do believe you spend too much time on a game, uh, your relationship's gonna fucking suffer. Because, you know, your girlfriend's not gonna fucking deal with that shit for <laughs> too long. <laughs> that's just what it is. But uh, we have we have digressed, and let me get to the last topic because we've actually uh, at least loosely touched on everything else on my list. And the last topic is uh, why in the hell are we paying for security on Trump's grown ass kids? <laughs> okay, I, I agree that we were spending way too much on that. Um, I will say this, so I have to. Not, well, okay, now because whenever one of them gets hit, like they'll be like, well. 
we should have had security. Well, okay. This is my thought. This is just this is just me. So you're you're a child, child. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe even through uh, going to college. You know, um, but like once you're like out, you're a grown adult, probably with kids of your own, uh, running businesses. And why? Like, why is this there? Rich why, why? Why is the Secret Service on you? They like, could. They could afford their own security. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Like at a certain point, I agree with that. Terry. At a certain point, like I'm not saying because I do get they that do need security. I do get that the Secret Service um, follows not only you but your entire family. But I guess my issue is grown kids. So let's let's go back to because because well, we spent we're spending a lot of money we're spending yeah. a lot of money on uh, on Secret Service uh, following well, Trump's grown kids. Well, don't you think Mrs. Robinson had you know Michelle's mother? Yeah, had some Secret Service. I'm sure she I'm sure she did, but at she the same traveling all over the country for her business endeavors. But at the same ex- exactly. If she's basically there to help nanny the the minor children, right. I can see that. But we're talking grown kids who don't have anything to do with the White House, but because they're his kids. Now, well, and, they, like, you can't afford your own private well, security service? Thing, I know it's not a, a, a van uh, because she is actually in the White House. But remember the incident. But that's the, it. That's just it. Incident, she's not supposed to be in the White House either. Well, remember, remember the, inc- the incidents on the plane. Well, her and her husband are on a plane in coach. Yeah. With their two kids. I remember that. Yeah. And they were the just verbally harassed. Gay Jewish guys from New York, one of them came up and just went off on her. Yeah. In yeah. the plane. I, I do remember well, that. And, and I don't think Now, he's in the plane, so he probably doesn't <coughs> have a gun. He probably doesn't have anything. But, you know, what if he jumped on her and started punching her, you know? Yeah, no, I, I get them having security. You got yeah. to have something there. And, and it's. I get, like I said, I get. But them gen- having but security, I don't know why the American public's paying but, for but, their security. You know, how many, okay, so how many people that are out the... of the presidency and their families still have secret service? Well, absolutely. And I guess well, here's again, the other side of the argument. Your is... grown kids, you were the president, your wife was the first lady, your kid is now grown. Why do they still have secret service? Because I, just, I just don't understand that. Because and they could come to harm based on association. It, you, if, hey, if, the look, wrong, if the wrong people get them, look, let, okay, they can they they can really create yeah, a no. I, I understand that. I really do. And you're, really saying, do. you're saying that they need privacy it, exactly because yeah. now and the, and the reason I'm saying that is uh, we all know at this juncture uh, it is virtually impossible to get into the White House if you're not a rich man or woman. Um, so therefore, <laughs> you have the the means and the resources. To higher security. Now, you as the president, the first lady, uh, yes, that is not only uh, that is not only your privilege; it is your your right to have Secret Service for the rest of your life. Perfectly cool with that. I, you know, but your grown children who have nothing to do with the White House directly, why do they have Secret Service? I just can't fully wrap my brain around. I guess well, that sets be, a, that sets a precedent. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know. So say, no, 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 hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Bush or some of those people have security for hey, them. Say, say a poor man gets elected president. You know, right. you know, say who? A poor man. Somebody who doesn't have money. Somebody, yes. Yeah, like so, the Pope? So do we just choose, like, well, if you're rich, we uh, 
cover, uh, we don't cover your security, but if you're poor, we don't. It, look, it, to me, it's the same thing as, uh, uh, you know, with the Affordable Care Act. You can stay on your parents' insurance until you're 26. <laughs> now, get your own goddamn insurance, because you're grown. You're a grown-ass man or woman well, look, with kids of your own. Let's back up like, and, 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 and And I'm not being insensitive to the fact that things can happen, uh, you know, to or, or, or around the grown children. I just don't know why the American taxpayer is paying for them for well, the rest of, of guys, their let's, life. Let's take Trump. Let's take Trump. He takes $1 a year for his salary. No, he doesn't. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, well, that's, that, what that's, heard. that's what he said he's going to do, but it's it's no. it's actually legally it is, not it is possible. Constitutionally impossible for him not to accept salary. This happened when George Washington. He can he can never he was spend the richest it, man, but he has to take in America. And they said we can we have to pay you a salary because that sets up a precedent for only rich people to they take presidency, and then they say. Oh, I'm not going to take a salary. So if a poor man takes a salary, he looks worse. What if he took a salary and donated it to charity? Would that be illegal? No, that would not no, be illegal. No, that's not what he's doing. No. He just said he wasn't going to take a salary. Yeah, no, he could, he could but donate a charity. Hey guys, it comes down to leverage uh, <coughs> in terms of security of information. Uh, so long as President Trump is in office, kids, his family, anybody that has a, a relationship of blood or affinity... To the president, regardless of how wealthy they are, they have to be secured purely for national security reasons. As soon as he's out of office, that... That by law? Well, no, it, yes. It, it's by law, and it's also common sense. But, I mean, like... Yeah. Immediate family. So, okay, so you're saying that once he's out of office, the kids don't have the service. Right, but okay. he will. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and I can, yeah. I can, does Chelsea, I can. Does Chelsea have secret service? Not anymore. anymore. No. no. Okay. Not anymore. I was just curious. And, and I can, and I can, and... and and knowing that, I can I can deal with that because I was thinking because I'm thinking of the Secret Service as it, it is just for the president and first lady. It just kind of sucks because yeah, that's the situation we have now where we have because if, these yeah, business yeah, people yeah, running yeah, around the country. Yeah, 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 and four, yeah, you have four grown kids yeah. who are running around the country yeah. doing business yeah. for their father. Yeah, and <laughs> Secret <laughs> yeah. Service. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but hey, look, it, it, if we think we have a Russian problem now, imagine we. Didn't have this this yeah. protection. It's actually place. pretty good. KGB was snatched up so, in Bonk in a heartbeat. That's kind of my point. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be right. somewhere whispering in their ear. You okay. know, like, yeah. All right. It's good to keep it's good to keep eyes on those assets. Ivanka would be Putin's little pet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I can take that. I can take that. It sucks, right. but I can I can take that. Unfortunately, necessary in my opinion. I can take that. All right. So. At least for the next four years, we will be the American public will yeah. be paying for his his kids. Yeah, but service. we're draining the swamp, so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> actually, uh, we we. Like, I got one R.I.P. Okay. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> my I have an R.I.P. My my uncle Waddell died last night. Oh, I'm nope. sorry. Sorry. He had a good long life. He was eighty six years old. Three and more bed. Okay. Damn. I've never seen a picture of him in his uniform. Oh, okay. Okay. He's a sharp dude, man. He yeah. had that edge about him, you know. Okay. I mean, I've never seen a picture of Elaine in his uniform, but she had that edge too. Those are buried. I have seen him. I, I, I don't think he looked like the Pillsbury Doughboy. I bet you he was pretty sharp. Oh, he was, it was, he was, he was and, felt, as they say. And uh, it was. Uh, with a saber and everything. Anyway, <laughs> he, my, he took care of my. They got. 
And he had he was third husband for my aunt, and he took care of her for 32 years. So right. shout out to my uncle Dale. All right. Did all right. All right. Rest in peace, Uncle Dale. Rest yep. in peace, Uncle Dale. I guess with that, uh, I think we've covered everything that I uh, set out to cover, and a couple things that I, I didn't know we were going to cover. Yeah. Uh, Which is what's great about podcasts—you exactly. never know yeah. well, where we're, we're going to go. Exactly. So with that, I'm going to end this podcast in a way in all podcasts. <laughs> And that is with the toast that started all of this for me. And that is to good times with good.